All right, this is episode 45 of Nerds of Unusual Origin, and uh, I'm your host, Frank. What? Oh, there it goes. It's abrupt. It's abrupt. It's okay. abrupt. Okay, so yeah, like full truth, like we had a, uh, a little glitch with our intro, so we had to uh, chuck the music in and post. So if it sounds a little funny right now, that might be why. If it sounds great, hey, cool. We're good to go. We are, and we're actually <laughs> recording. <laughs> so, we, we've run into so many problems. Today. Yeah, it ha- yeah, it's been a bit of a uh, speed bump kind of start. So anyway, Nerds of Unusual Origin is a weekly podcast where we take a deep dive into the culture that is nerd. Uh, we will discuss music, movies, and other things that we obsess over. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, so what what are we drinking? <laughs> what? All right. So it, the, the full leaf behind this and everything is, uh, you know, fucked up because we recorded it yeah we recorded we the first 10 minutes of the podcast already and turns out we weren't recording so frank brought something i brought something we just put them together thinking that it's either going to taste amazing or taste like shit yeah and he brought the uh the new coca-cola starlight the yeah. zero sugar one right I'm a, co- I'm a coke zero addict and uh i drank too much of it and when i saw this i was kind of like oh that looks weird intriguing uh, i'll give it a whirl so but anyway so I'm not entirely sure what the actual flavor was that they were going for. Coke says on the label it is space flavored with bunny ear. I'm, I'm using bunny ear quotes. It's space flavored. Air quotes. Yeah, that. <laughs> so, which is kind of bizarre because to the best of my knowledge, astronaut commander Chris Hadfield stated that space smells like way overburnt meat. Does he specify what meat? Because like I think he said, I think he said like beef, like you know, like it's like burnt steak slash beef, and not like oh, I cooked this on a charcoal grill, kind of burnt. Huh. Yeah. Uh, funny story about way over cooking something. Yeah, sure. Uh, I had my first apartment uh, way later than I should have in life, but I got home from work. One of the job I was working at, I was working two jobs. And I went into the kitchen to start preparing dinner. Sure. I, I started some water. I as soon as it started boiling, I threw in, you know, some spaghetti. And I went into the living room and just fucking sat on the couch. Totally forgot. <laughs> no, I fell asleep until the next morning. Uh it it boiled down and then yep. turned the spaghetti into a disc. Yeah. <laughs> uh my entire house was filled with smoke yeah there was uh, a, a burn mark on the stove like the uh, pot that i was cooking it in yeah that it like literally was like a, a tenth of the uh what's it called uh metal still there like it was burning that long yeah like it started like chipping away yeah it i i almost burned down my cousin's house yeah Mm-hmm. Not cool. Yeah, that that can happen. So anyway, so we took the uh, the Coke Zero and and mixed it with Rams Point peanut butter mi- whiskey, which I'm gonna say is a move. It's that's the way to go. Yeah, it's pretty good. It is. Uh, I was very surprised. Yeah, it, it's reminiscent. It's slightly reminiscent of my Jungle Juice drinking days back in like late high school, early not going to college. It almost makes it worth drinking the Rams Point peanut butter whiskey. Yeah. Because like, that's not great. No, it's it's not screwball. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Like I can drink screw. I, Jeff, you know our number one listener. Yeah, he uh he he introduced me to screwball or I, I him one or the other, 
and uh for christmas he had bought my wife and i a uh office blanket like a throw yeah so i was like i gotta get him something but he doesn't have much he can you know bring back with him yeah because he, he lives in california right he was visiting family in uh connecticut yeah so i bought a 750 of the uh screwball it was gone within an hour and a half. Oh, his yeah. mom drank it, his dad drank it. We drank a lot of it. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It's very drinkable. It, it goes down like butter. <laughs> yes. Peanut butter. <laughs> like peanut butter. So anyway, so uh Jimmy's not here. No, he's a- not in case rest. Yeah, he's 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 getting his rocks off with the uh rass. I just old man whistled. I Did you catch that? that? <laughs> you got some popsicles? <laughs> Oh, I got some popsicles in my basement. You want to get some popsicles? Mm. Anyway. I'll slap you right on your penis. <laughs> you get the hell back here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, so boy. Jimmy's not here. He's watching wrestling. Um, CM Punk win, I think. He did give his review, uh, his very concise, short review of Once Bitten when we get to it. So he'll have that to contribute. No, he's going to, we'll, we're going to add his review and his recommendations in post. It, okay. It's going to be. At the very end of the episode. So if you want to know what he likes, check yeah. it out. And or doesn't like. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, there is not a lot on our docket tonight. No, no, no. It's, uh, you know, it might be a slightly shorter episode. But we said every time we say that, we end up making the full length. Anyway, I think the last so. time we said it, we were like, we're, we're not going to be able to hit an hour. And yeah. Then we hit an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. So Because we, we just we rambled just on and on yep. and on. Yeah. That is but, our uh, forte. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, um, I mean, like, let's see. Let's go over some news because I'm just looking up some stuff here. So obviously, you know, at the time that we're recording this, there's a lot of uh, shit hitting the fan over in Europe between Russia and and um, U- Ukraine. And everybody's shutting down services. So Netflix shut down all of its service to Russia, Yep, which is, I'm assuming, pretty big. I don't know how big Netflix over is in Russia, but I'm guessing that's kind of a big deal. TikTok, done. No, vi- making it no video creation in, in, in Russia. Pornhub. Yeah, Pornhub, which I think is Dan fucking said awesome. Last week. <laughs> I know. I, I love that. So I mean, props to the uh props to some of the tech companies like stepping in and uh kind of like doing what's right, you know? In all honesty, yeah. Like Oh, here we go. Snapchat turns off public heat map for Ukraine. Oh, that's that's choice. Yeah. Yeah. That that's good. Yep. So yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of. Samsung has stopped shipping products to Russia. Samsung. Really? Wow. <laughs> you know, like you want to get a Samsung microwave, can't do it in Russia. So it, it it's it's pretty interesting to see what's what's uh what's going down in in terms of the the tech um the tech sector, you know. Nintendo gamers in Russia just got locked out of digital game purchases. What? Oh, that's got to suck. Yeah. Like, I mean, but in all honesty, is any new games coming out for the the for the Switch? Switch? Yeah. Um, I would assume there's th- there must be some stuff I coming heard out anything. Well, they just came out with the with the new Switch um late last year. So, is you it know, like HDR or something. Yeah, it has like an OLED screen that's and what stuff. It was. Yeah. And so I'm assuming that there's going to be some new content coming out to take advantage of the higher spec. You'd think so, but, but I, I don't know, like I've I've said it before, like I thought the idea of the Switch was really cool. Yeah. But it it doesn't strike me as anything that I want just because like Yeah, 
I thought that until we got one in the house. I mean, like, I I might get it so I can play Mario Kart with my kids. Yeah. And I mean, uh, you're, you and your wife are telling me about Kart Mario, I believe. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that for, might be a thing. Yeah. For anybody who doesn't know what Kart Mario is, it is a drinking game associated with Mario Kart where you have a drink, you know, a beer or whatever, and you have to finish it during the race, but you cannot drink it while you're driving. You can't drink and drive. So the only time you can drink your drink is like right at the start before you take off. If you crash or spin out, uh, if you fall off the track, those are the only times that you can drink it. But you have to finish the entire drink during the race. I need to know, do shotguns, do those count? Like a shotgun? I mean, sure, but you're not driving for like 10 seconds or whatever it takes you to shotgun a beer. You underestimate my ability to I I don't. I watched you down an entire massive thing of friggin' mini hot dog pretzel things from Auntie Annie's yesterday in about 30, 30 seconds. No way. It was we shocking. Through, we went through two stores. Yeah, I know, but it was shocking how quickly you ate those. <laughs> I also didn't eat before yeah, 6.45 in the morning. <laughs> I'll put it to you like this. We like we went into Zoomies, right? Yep. And uh, Steve had like the full cup. And no, then by, by the time we left Zoomies, the cup was empty, and I didn't notice him eating it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate it. It was shocking. <laughs> now I feel fat. No, don't. <sighs> We're not, dude. You you do realize that like our production company is. Two Fat Bros Productions. Oh, I'm well aware. Yeah, so <laughs> we're we're already there. But um, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean, yeah, Russia's a, a piece of shit. Yeah, let's go with that. And it, it's super concerning, just because like. He knows nobody wants anything to do with him right now. Right. And it's like, it's very disheartening knowing that, like, he basically, within like five days of this whole conflict starting, was like, hey, uh, uh, nuclear football guys, keep that shit on standby. Yeah. For no reason. Stupid. Um, there's a There's a Carl Sagan quote, which I really love. Um, and basically like, I'm not going to get this right, but you know, there was this picture. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Let me see if, is this it? Okay. So it, there's a picture that I think Voyager. Yeah. So Voyager sent it back in 1990 of earth when Voyager was 4 billion miles away from earth. Okay. And earth in this picture is the tiniest itty bitty little four pixel wide speck. Right, this tiny, you can't even tell that it's a planet, it just looks like a speck of dust. And um, I'm not going to do the entire quote, but basically, what it boils down to is Carl Sagan said, All the blood that's been spilled, all the wars that have been fought, simply by someone who wants to like rule an entirely inconsequential part of an entirely inconsequential planet you know that's just a speck floating around in the solar system you know and it's like it that quote i've seen resurface because of the whole russia invasion thing and it's like what uh, like i know why he's going after ukraine he wants the port you know what port it, it's a ukraine has a massive port like huge it, it's it's a huge i thought for some reason it had to do with oil no, not, enti not the, entirely. The sea. Yeah, that's really what it is, you know. Um, but what, like, 
it's shitty. Oh, absolutely. It's just fucking shitty. It's so shitty to the point that um who who was it? Um is it Sweden that's always been neutral? You know, Probably, like yeah. yeah, like they've they've been neutral through every single Sweden's major conflict. Cool like, with everybody. Even they have jumped in and said we completely denounce what Russia is doing. Like they're taking a stand. Yeah. You the know? only the only people that kind people wow. The only country that kind of agrees with them is is, the, is China, and that's just because it's a Ugh. communist country. Yeah, exactly. Well, and their neighbors. Yeah, you they, know. they they share common interests. Right. And then you got fucking Wahoo McGee over in North Korea launching ballistic missile tests and stuff while all this is going on. So he's making sure we don't forget about him. You know, <laughs> hey guys, look at me. Yeah, li- that's literally what it boils down to. It's fucking bullshit. Anyway. We're not woke. I, we just we're talking about it. Yeah, we're just talking about it. it's it's shit that's happening, you know. So like, you got to acknowledge it. You can't just absolutely ignore it. Um, but now that we've acknowledged it, we can probably ignore it again. So I'm sure we'll talk about it again at some point. I I read I did read something somewhere, and then I saw like a complete like disregard to it. But there apparently started peace talks, and then somebody like a prime minister for Russia said there were peace talks never started. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm just hoping. It's so convoluted and messy. It's yeah. It's like trying to swim through fucking mud. Um, uh, I'm changing the subject a little bit. Yeah, go for it. Um, a not so smooth the, segue. Yeah. I'm, do, <laughs> do I ever segue smoothly? <laughs> no, but neither did the owner of Segway. Didn't he die on? One? Yeah, he died on a Segway. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that invented the Segway fell off a cliff on his Segway and died. If only they had the Roomba shit where it like it stops you oh, before. Oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah, put that in the bank, Steve. Yeah, Segway should meet up with like the iRobot folks. Um, fuck, that was that's, the wrong. That's one. the wrong drop. You it's the wrong really drop, Stephen. You America. <laughs> it's this fuck one. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Is yeah. that is that the sound that the Segway made as it fell off the cliff? It's exactly what it is. Okay. That nice. was, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, what were you going to not so gracefully segue? Yeah. Uh, so the quarterback coach for San Francisco keeps hinting that Tom Brady's going to sign with San Francisco. Yeah, whatever. But, I mean, it's been speculated since the day he announced his retirement. But it's funny because, like, two weeks ago, they had, like, a press day or something with – uh. Bruce Arians, the, right. the head coach, yeah, and basically uh, a bunch of pe- the the reporters were like, you know, Tom Brady seems like he's you know leaving the light on to to come back, and sure. he's like, he didn't 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 make that clear with me. The light seemed pretty off. Yeah, right. And he's like, so the reporter then goes, so if he does come back, are you gonna will you trade him if he asks for it? And he goes, no. Yeah, and it's like, dude, what the like? Okay, that it's just. He goes, it's bad for business. You know who you're dealing with now. We know who you're dealing with because we dealt with it. Yeah. Just fucking give him the trade. Yeah. You'll get somebody for it. You'll probably get Garoppolo. Yeah. Who? Well, what did he say? Like, he was jokingly said, like, well, what would it take? And he said six number ones. Huh. <laughs> you know? The deal of a lifetime. You get rid of your everybody but George Kittle. Yeah. Mm. So... I didn't know he said that, actually. I don't know how I feel about it. It kind of makes me mad because for two reasons. One, I honestly expected by now that Tom would have signed his one-day contract to retire as a Patriot. Mm -hmm. And two, it would just be like, 
I'd feel bad for his family because the entire time he was saying, oh, I want, I get to spend more time with my family. It's what my family wants. Family is more important. I want to do this for my family. So like, not only are you going to blow your family off to go back into the fucking football business, but you guys just moved to, to Tampa and now you're going to go all the way across the country to San Francisco. Well, he's from San Mateo. So he originally, so yeah, I know. I mean, it, it makes sense if he goes there. Not really. It makes sense if he moves there to retire, but it doesn't make sense to like upend your whole entire family to go play what maybe one more year of football to maybe win another Super Bowl. Well, he he's always said straight up like he he's going to keep playing until he can't right. produce a championship caliber. So, in other words, instead of retiring gracefully, like he kind of just did, he's going to run himself into the ground and retire like fucking Elway, or mercenary those, football buddy. Those guys, you know, that's all it is. Yeah. But besides the point, I think he'd be good in San Francisco. He, of course, he would. I'm not saying he wouldn't. You know, I, I think any team he'd join, he'd be an asset. You know, pretty much for sure. Um, but it just doesn't. I don't know. It makes me lose a little bit of respect for him if he actually does go and play football again. I agree with you. I just it, and I didn't lose respect for him yet. You know. Yeah, I just I think it's stupid. Like. I've always been a big proponent of like let the dead stay dead. Yeah, and not that saying that he's dead. I'm just basically saying like yeah, he his time's up. He should just right, and especially off after all the adulation and praise that he got from everybody around the league when he announced his retirement and made such a big deal of it. Yeah, you know, and then everybody's like, oh, you're the okay, you know, and they they all jerked him off. You are the goat. you know for two weeks straight on social media. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's it just seems very like self-involved you know yeah i don't know you, you have a good point it, it's it's almost like it didn't but didn't brett Favre do the same thing he retired and came back yeah but he only did it once yeah this is well okay Brady never yeah did it yeah that's true time. that's true oh, yeah, this sorry is I, I like yeah huh but either way i mean it's still <laughs> yeah it's I don't know. Favre did it, and then the wheels fell off the the bus. You know, like he he played until he couldn't play anymore. Yeah, but he still he still got to the chan- um the playoffs that year. Right. So, was it worth it? Po- probably. I mean, you know. with a good enough team, Brady can do anything. Sure. I mean, he, he's obviously going to take Gronk with him. Yeah. He's not going to take Antonio Brown with him because that dude knows doesn't know uh, how to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Seriously. Don't let uh, let's not even fucking tr- troll that. Uh, he he was thing. just like, uh, yeah, he was supposed to be my buddy. I'm gonna throw it to you. I'm gonna throw it to you. I'm gonna throw it to you. You didn't throw it to me. You told me my ankle hurt. We could do this, and like he's just like, fuck Tom Brady. And yeah, like, that dude can shoot himself in the foot as many times as he wants. Yeah, he's he's an idiot. Uh, I I totally yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, another uh, segue, yeah. a terrible one at that. Okay. Uh, did you hear about this company that's suing McDonald's for nine hundred million dollars? V- vaguely, it 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 doesn't make much sense to me. Like I, and by that I mean that the lawsuit to me is extremely confusing, and I and I can't make heads or tails of it. So okay, so this company is named Kitch. They're a startup where they made a almost like a hard drive sized um unit that goes into uh the ice cream machines at mcdonald's because you know how mcdonald's ice cream machines are constantly down right uh this 
reader will let the franchisee owners know what reason it's down. It'll give them, uh, you know, notifications on things that should be taken care of. Yeah, like the regular maintenance type of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And and it'll it, it does it by email. It's connected to Wi-Fi. Yeah. So what happened was the uh, corporation of McDonald's signed a new contract with the company that makes the um, ice cream machines. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to do this all from memory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and what happened was is they sent an email out to all franchisee owners saying, you are not allowed to use this device from Kitsch. We, like, we are updating the machines. And what happened was is that the I can't remember the name of the company that does the machines, but they uh, backwards um, I almost said compatible. What is it? Reverse engineered a bunch of the features that this Kitsch device does. Yep. At the want of McDonald's, so sure. basically Kitsch is suing McDonald's because they they one breached a contract, two they took proprietary software and gave it to another company to put into a machine so they don't have to pay for whatever. So, like, McDonald's is more than likely going to lose $900 million. Mm. I'm, but they'll probably settle for, like, 500 Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, they, they're, they're just going to solve a money problem by throwing money at it, you know? Yeah. That's how that works. I think that's what's going to happen. I, I honestly, like, I think it's fucked. Like, you know that you, like, own that corner of the world you you have the ability to make or break a company right and you fucked over a little startup that started with three people like a, 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 I believe brother and sister if it's not brother and sister it's husband and wife and like a friend or cousin like that's how it started yeah and now nobody will hire them with this device because they're like you got dropped by McDonald's why should we work with you right it's just it's fucked yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm looking something up right now. Um, I don't know. The lawsuit, it just, I don't, I don't know. It just seems so petty. When you, boil, when you boil it down to it, it's like we're suing people because their ice cream machines aren't necessarily down. Like, what was the point of this? What was the point of this device? The, to device. let the people who to let the people who own the McDonald's know when the machine was down and why? Or yes, um, Kitsch. I'll, I'll just read the the thing that I found online. It says Kitsch, which provides remote controls, maintenance, and other tools for ice cream machines, describes both claims as false and defamatory. Its lawsuit is also critical of Taylor Company. That's the name of the company who makes the ice cream machines sure which is the chain's main provider of ice cream machines kitsch's co-founders melissa nelson and jeremy o'sullivan are seeking 900 million dollars in damages as well as defamation have accused mcdonald's of false advertising and interference in its contracts with customers per the lawsuit um in a statement sent to insider mcdonald's said it owes it to our customers crew and franchisees to maintain a rigorous safety standard and work with a fully vetted supplier's work with fully vetted suppliers in that pursuit kitsch's claims are meritless and will respond to the complaint accordingly so they're basically saying like 
we didn't authorize this device to be put in there. So we're going to reverse engineer things or th those things that you guys wanted in that device and to another to the company who makes it. Okay. Which is fucked. Right. Like it's a proprietary device. Sure, yeah. That's that's what's fucked up about this. Okay. Situation. All right, that's making a little more sense now. Yeah. Hmm. Getting so many likes on this freaking thing. In Instagram. Go go check out our Instagram. Yep. Um hey, you know, <laughs> this just popped into my head. We had Dan on last week. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. We should have said that at the beginning of the episode, but hey, I'm saying it now. Uh, it, it was very amazing to have him, you know, come on and talk to us about his his whole, yeah. you know, forte, his origin story. Like, yeah, um, it, it it was definitely pretty neat. And 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 what a you know what a cool dude. You know, like he was just super nice and and very like like even you know before and after you know when we talked to him before and after the podcast, he was just like. There was no pre pretense, you know, it was just like, he's just a cool guy. Yeah. You know, just your average like guy. He's a, he's a dad. He just happens to play in a band that's, you know, had a, had some success and, and, you know, has gone all over the world and stuff. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. That, that him to say, talking about Jakarta and 1500 people, it's like, uh. Right. Yeah. That like, you would never think that people in Jakarta or anywhere like that would ever know who that band is yep but it, it's crazy i remember when i used to be in a band called of tragedy i used to have this one dude who like loved our band from india his name was like okay i didn't mean to dox that guy uh and he he legit like knew all the lyrics and everything. He was like the number one fan. It is it's it's crazy seeing like how into music people yeah. can be from another country, especially when you're not Well, like, yeah, you know, so it's funny. You know, um I I was going to bring it up during the podcast, but it didn't really make sense to to slide it in. Um but Rush when they played for the first time in um Rio in Brazil, like they came out with a concert film. I have the DVD and they played a soccer stadium okay. there. And it's like, you know, 88,000 people or a hundred thousand people. You know, it's just fucking massive and gigantic. And they sold the entire stadium out in like 20 minutes, you know, and they got, and they, they had no idea that they had that big of a following down in South America. You know, they were just winging it. And, uh, they started playing and like, yeah, all of the fans were singing all of not only the lyrics, but they're singing all the guitar parts, all the bass parts. Yeah. Like they're singing the drum fills and stuff, you know? So like it, it's pretty neat how different cultures take to that kind of thing. You know, like over in Europe, it's a big festival culture. Yeah. You know, like they don't do individual yeah. concerts necessarily. It's like, oh, well, just they do giant festivals. Yeah. Uh, whereas over here, yeah. that's not really the way traditionally, you know, music has been consumed live. You go to individual shows for individual bands and and stuff, you know. I think recently, more recently, the, the festival thing has kind of started to take shape. A little bit, yeah. I mean, that has a lot to do with like a geographics bit, yeah. too. You know, like America is fucking huge. You know, to have a festival in one place, 
you know, like once mm. a year for like these bands to come and play it, that that's pretty hard for people to get to, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Like, I like the idea of tours too. Yeah. I, I, I almost went on tour <laughs> once. Didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. But no, I like the idea of tours. Like it, because like sometimes that, that band is here and then the next city over they, or not the yeah, next city you, over, you might be like able to catch them twice. City yeah. Over, like, yeah. And it, if you know bands like very well, like I know Newfound Glory very well, not know them, but like, right. I know their sets and one night is not the same as the next night. It's, you know, what's kind of interesting. Like fish head saying so, um, I listened to the, uh, the Dave Grohl, um, audio book, the, the storyteller or whatever his, his book okay. that he came out with. And I didn't know yep. this about the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters plays a two hour set, two and a half hour set. Usually yeah. they, Dave Grohl comes up yeah. with the set list every night really? before the show. Really? Yeah. So like in the dressing room really? before they go to play, he sits down by himself and comes up with the whole set list for that show. So like every show, every city they play in, they get a tailor-made show. So like that, that's pretty awesome. That's, that's throwing it back to like, yeah, that book. It's great. It's fantastic. What a fucking story that guy like has gone through. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. Stacy got it for me for um, Christmas and I've listened to it twice. Nice. It's so good. When you talked about Storyteller the other day, or not the other day, yeah. um, one of the last episodes. Oh, I no, 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 no. Like Good episode of VH1, too. But, um, yeah, so, yeah. It, like, shit, what was I just... To, oh, yeah, so, yeah, if you see the Foo Fighters twice on the same tour, you get a different show. But um, think of this, though. How how long have the Foo Fighters been around? 94? 20 years. Yeah, so... Twenty years, right? So thirty years. Almost. Those guys in that band have no idea what they're going to play that night until they're about to hit the stage, mm. which also means that they mm. have to know all of the entire catalog because Dave could pick any random song that he wants to. Well, that's a, that's like, kind damn. of what I was going to say. Is like how much of a fucking like most right. rock stars forget half their songs, but if if you're that in yep. tune with everything you do yeah that's incredible it's amazing you know damn i can't even remember lyrics from a song i was in bands ago. and i would forget what my drum parts were halfway through a song and i'd have to look at the guitar player and he'd have to give me some kind of weird cue and i'd be like oh yeah <laughs> you know and we played for we played seven or eight songs you know during a set <laughs> not two and a half hours yeah Christ. It, I'm like, I'm gonna yeah. pull be pull back the curtain as a vocalist and tell you there was sometimes that I'd forget lyrics to songs. Well, luckily your vocal style it. would let you get away with that for to an extent. I don't let myself get away with it. I get it. it you, oh, of course. So no, I mean you don't. I'm not that. saying like, from an emotional standpoint. No, I'm just no, saying no, from like, you know, since you're no, screaming. No, no, I get it. The problem is, is like, <laughs> the problem you can make is, vowel like, noises you, in yeah, it. You, yeah, but the pro- yeah. like what I'm trying to get at with that is like the the melisma has to stay the same or else right. it doesn't sound right, especially mm-hmm. to people who know your set. So it, you can get away with it, but if somebody oh, yeah, knows you, you're fucked. But they can come up to you after the show and be like, "I know what happened there." Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you forgot. I 
this this is like I'm, the name of the episode tonight is storytellers because we're just telling stories. Um, there were so many shows where our our guitarist Sean. He he had strap locks, but he always yeah. like bored the hole got bored out because he right. he'd do stupid shit with guitars. And almost every show we've ever played, he dropped the guitar down to the ground and he'd find some way to recover. And it like that's ridiculous. That people who can recover that easily yep. is, A plus in my book. Um another band that i was in i wasn't at this show i wasn't in there but uh, uh the search for i was in that band yeah you were in that band too yeah yeah and uh uh you weren't in the band at the time either but our our buddy gareth yeah he, uh, he has a jag sting and the strap lock came out on the jag sting while he was doing a guitar whip and he straight up like the it launched the jag sting five feet up in the air and yeah five feet over to the right hit the bass player in the head and it, it was just like fuck because yeah well that interestingly so fender uh reissued it this really? this year no shit yeah they really? had when so we were at guitar no center yesterday they had um two of them up on the wall i did not see that yep that, i did not yeah. see that 1200 bucks my, my yeah. recommendation yeah. is from guitar yeah. center really yeah i i'd love it but i yeah i mean i I, I like them. I don't know if I necessarily want one, but I do like them. Uh, the you body style is just cool. It is. It's uh, the different. body style is just it's, cool. It's weird. Yeah. Kind half of, Jaguar, but then like looked like it's been like squished. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Yeah. It, it really is. Yeah. Um, it, it really yeah, is. Yeah. A guitar whip story. So like I was playing guitar in a band and we played, uh, we, were, we, we were like an exhibition band at a high school talent show. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah. so we were doing sound check that afternoon and one of our friends who was in the high school was in the, uh, he was just like hanging out in the auditorium and he's like way towards the back of the auditorium and he had his guitar with him just for whatever, you know, and he was watching us play and I yeah. did a guitar throw, you know, and I threw it over my shoulder and, and whatever and we're, this is just for the sound check. He's way out, like three rows from the back wall in the auditorium. He does a guitar throw to like copy me, and his guitar <laughs> didn't have any strap locks on it whatsoever. So the thing went launching three rows back and smashed into the wall. <laughs> it broke the fucking neck. Did it break? And he had just bought it three weeks before. It, it was a it was a court. It was like a hollow body. It was a, it, it was kind of looked like a Les Paul, but it was like fully hollow. And, um, you know, mm. you buy it cause it looks cool, not because it's great, but yeah, the, the, he broke the headstock. <laughs> just like, I was like, what were you thinking? That's He's crazy. like, I was trying to be cool. Like you were up there. And I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, I have strap lock C and I like showed him. <laughs> if I buy another guitar, I think I might end up getting yeah. like a, a Gretsch hollow body or something. Yeah. I, I fucking love hollow bodies. Oh yeah. The three, three, five style. I know my dad, um, <laughs> my dad has one. And he asked me, he's like, do you want that? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, okay, I'll, I won't sell it then. And I'm like, all right, sweet. <laughs> yeah, so. Here you go. Yep. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I think the next guitar I get is probably going to be a new bass because yep. that thing is a piece of shit. <laughs> it's a cutting You're board. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> oh, good luck. Don't cut food on it. You'll get poisoned. No. <laughs> Maybe. 
Yeah. It's a, it's a New York pro. I have no idea what that is. I don't even know what that is. I mean, you know, at least I know that it, it the uh, Fender. That's a no, P bass. Yeah, jazz bass, the P bass. It is, but like the, the Fender P bass. Um, body kit kits. Fuck. The Fender P bass. Um, okay. Pickups? I give up. Controls? Nope. What the Neck? fuck's up? Nope. Body? Nope. Hardware? Nope. Bridge? No, it's on the body. No, it's the, the pick guard? plastic piece. That's it. At least I know that the Fender P bass sure, pick yeah. guards go right on it's, it. It's the most copied, but you know, uh, uh, bass guitar design of all time. So, yeah, there's a I lot suppose. of parts out there. Anyway. Wow, I'm an idiot. Okay, so Steve, guard. you went out and saw the Batman. Okay, you so I didn't see it. Steve went without me like an asshole and saw it with his brother. <laughs> me and my brother have a big comic book movie thing. We we've always done that. Anything like right? Anything we share a common interest? I'm in, kidding. We, by the way, we generally really go together. I do want to see it though. Oh, I know. Let me tell you. Uh, let me tell you, you should see it. Right, it is. We're not. We're going to do a spoil. Like Steve's going to do a spoiler-free, quick little blurb about it. But Diddy. Um. So what I want to know about this, like your thoughts about it. So in my opinion, the um Christopher Reeves, Christopher Nolan, Christopher Nolan, not Christopher Reeves. The Christopher the Nolan era for me was the is the best era of Batman. I I, I love those movies. So I understand where people's whole thing with that is. So I understand and where this to me, I was always kind of go. Is, I was going to be comparing it to that. So the problem is, is everybody runs. So the problem is, is everybody run walks into the the whole idea of it. Robert Pattinson yeah. playing Bruce Wayne. As being like, right. but that dude was a fucking vampire. Yeah. And he was sparkly. But in reality, like, if a, any villain or any character in Batman that's been on the big screen, he is my number one Batman. Yeah. It was just perfect. He played Bruce Wayne like a fucking champ. He, he did everything. Because, like, Bruce Wayne's always either been, you know, acting as, like, a playboy Social like a you know yeah or yeah or he's yeah been okay severely reclusive and like you obviously know from the comic no. books I don't know if you read nope. read any of them or have before but like you can tell that Bruce Wayne yeah. has a fucking mental illness because why would you why would you keep trying to fight for a city that's just gonna die. You know, like, it's apparent in almost every movie that Gotham, no matter what sure. you do, it's just going to get worse. Like, it's... Yeah, the city's poisoned. Right. Exactly. And he just, yeah, they, they, they're they very, very, like, yeah, mm-hmm. you can tell he has a mental illness. You can, and like, it's just You can tell that he's well suffering done. from the trauma he was exposed to uh, exactly. as a child. It's, that's, that's one exactly. thing that... I always felt that they never got quite right in any form of of Batman on the screen was the fact that like yeah he was a child and watched his parents get murdered right in, in front of right in front of him speaking right of in front and of him. No, speaking like of that. Bruce Wayne has always turned out 
somewhat normal, you know, like, okay. So in Batman begins, but you know, he tried to kill the guy that, that killed his parents and he ended up, you know, running away and, and you know, the Ra's al Ghul stuff and all that shit, you know, but he came back from that and he was largely unaffected in the end, you know, he, he ended up, you know, becoming the Batman that we saw over the next two movies yeah, and so the, you, and the Bruce Wayne that we saw over the next yeah, two movies. So you, yeah. Yeah, so what you're basically like, it's weird because every movie that comes out well, follows that is his some origin storyline story, right? in a comic book. You know, I mean, yes and no. That Ra's al Ghul wasn't right. the person who trained him, but it, like there, there are parts. Sorry, where what I meant by was that training. was his storyline was he watched his parents get murdered. Yes, yes, that, that, that is, that's the yes, common. Yes, that 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 is that is that's the canon right. thing. Is his parents were murdered. But there's been so many different like storylines. Like you have to think about like you know how they do the multiverse and everything, and they're pulling in yeah. like they're doing the MCU multiverse. DCU's whole like thing is almost identical, not identical, but like very similar. Like um, yeah, and it's actually all Barry Allen's fault. Um, Barry Allen tried to go back in time to uh save his mother from dying, and he created the um yeah the hell's it called Flashpoint. That's actually what the new Flash right. is about. The new Flash movie is about. So it's going to be awesome. I I hope so, but I yeah. uh, I don't know about Ezra Miller. I think he's fucking. I stupid. just think he runs weird. Um, but <laughs> you know, you're the Flash. You run fast, but you look weird when you're doing it. So are you talking about like the zigzags and shit. No, like just his like running style with like the blade hands. Like, oh. what are you fucking Terminator? Like, oh, well, that's how he. That's how he does it in the comics. I know. But like so, there there's a multiverse, and that multiverse yeah. takes place in the comics too, but in a different way. Like these storylines don't necessarily affect something that happens right. in like the main storyline. So like they have a, um, I don't remember everything specifically about every one of them, so I'm not gonna yeah. try and like amalgamate them. But like there, there's a storyline called the Long Halloween. There's a storyline called Hush. There's a storyline called um, right. White Knight. Yep. I, I think I talked yeah. about White Knight in a previous episode. And, like, they don't necessarily have anything to do with yeah. the regular issues, but they're just as good. And this takes some of the best stories right, yeah. and kind of puts it together. Yeah. I'm not going to say which ones they are or what, uh, what, what not, but, like, it, mm-hmm. it, Selena Kyle was amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. Zoe Kravitz, right? She, she, I've seen her in so many things. Yeah, that girl can fucking act, no matter what she does. She plays bitchy. She plays fucking like serious. She plays like a rock star. Like all these things. Like yeah, and, and it's it's amazing. The person, like, Robert Pattinson is hands down the best Bruce Wayne. I think I already said that, but I'm saying it again. Paul Dano, holy fuck. The best portrayal of Riddler ever. Most of the people that, most of the people, most of the portrayals of the Riddler is like, yeah, Jim Jim Carrey is the the Riddler that probably stands out the most. For me, the Riddlers that I know the most are the the Jim Carrey Riddler and um, the animated series, okay. which are fairly similar characters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, I mean, when you say the animated series, do you mean no, like the, the Fox show or the movies? From like, 
you know, 1993 okay. or whatever. I'm not gonna lie. It's fucking I never great. watched an episode I, I of that. It. it was fucking great. I, I Mark Mark Hamill as the Joker. We've said we've talked I, about this in previous episodes. Yes, Incredible. Yes, we have. Incredible. The Joker's storyline and Harley Quinn's storyline in that are so good. It, it's great. It's like it, yeah, it's it's worth watching. You know. I'm gonna. I think it's on somewhere. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start it from the beginning. Um, but yeah, like. Actually, um, Jeffrey Wright, uh, Jeffrey Wright, mm-hmm. yeah, he plays Commissioner Gordon. He's amazing too. They they portray the the relationship between Gordon and Batman, yeah, okay. like the best, because because it's like it's not like they're friends. They really portray it like you know you're you've got yeah. a way to do something that I can't. That was so a lot like the animated series was. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So what about uh, Colin I mean, Farrell? I'm fucking in love with it. Dude, I legit thought Colin Farrell yeah. was going to be dog shit in this okay. movie. And he surprised me. Yeah. Like, a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, it, he was great. And somebody who you don't even see in the commercials oh, nice. is in it is John Turturro. Okay. Yeah. Cool. He's great in it, too. Like, I, I'm not even lying to you. Like, this is probably the one movie I'll give a five out of five. Like I maybe a four point nine nine out of five. That's awesome. It was damn near perfect in my eyes. It, it, if I can in summation, like I would say, like it's a three hour movie. Yeah, it's a long one, but the movie never my my uh interest yeah. never faulted faltered in that movie. nice i cool I there the I whole time all right cool so, yeah i'll see I if i can get time to uh go check that out uh, hopefully next week we can finally if it's uh, hopefully next week we can finally if it's still playing in the theaters do go, go see uh studio right. 666 yep. Yep. i really want to do a review that'd be on cool that. Speaking of movie reviews, yeah okay yeah here Speaking we go of movie reviews let's talk about the worst fucking movie i've ever seen in my life once bitten 1985 uh, Nineteen eighty four, whatever. Four. Yeah, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. And other people. Um is there even another star? Is there even another star in this movie? I'm not entirely sure. I'm but I mean Oh yeah, Lauren Hutt. That's right. Right. Oh yeah. Well yeah, Lauren she's Hutt, the uh right. the lead yeah, the lead vampire. But uh yeah, what a dog um, shit movie this was. Oh, I'm wrong. Yeah. You're right. It is yeah, 85. It came out in November of 85. The uh, budget of the movie was $3.2 million. It, believe it or not, it exceeded its budget in opening weekend. It, its opening weekend was four million twenty-five Wow. Worldwide gross was $10 million. Yeah, sure. So it was a success. How? No I have no idea. Clue. So this, this movie, I tr- you know obviously try watching it. I try watching it, and I did, but it it was extremely it difficult to hold to my attention. I I kept unintentionally just reaching for my phone while I was sitting on the couch watching it because like there was nothing in it that was there was nothing in it. There's nothing in it. Jim Carrey wasn't even good, and I actually like Jim Carrey. I'm one of those people who's a fan of Jim Carrey. But this, I believe, I this don't is know. his first movie. I mean, it might be his it? first feature movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, mm, uh, yeah. I, mm, 
it's funny because like, <laughs> wow, that's a lot of alcohol. That's all alcohol. Yeah, I agree with you. It, it's it's weird because like he had that like sure. overbite in his lip. Like he doesn't it's been have that anymore. Either like, that or he's, he's known. He's figured out how to tame it. Buck teeth. You know. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's funny because yeah. you definitely see his like quirkiness from right. every other movie. He's the, ever I mean, the mannerisms in. are there. But, this, it, but I mean, at any rate, like, okay, so let's let's go over the general plot of the movie. There's a uh, a countess slash vampire, and she. So they live in what? L.A. Is this L.A.? Uh, okay, so it's some fucking town, remember. some California town, and um, so the whole the whole spiel is that she needs to drink the blood of a virgin, or else like the the spell that keeps her young is going to wear off and she's gonna die, right? So it's kind of like it's very Rapunzel. It's like if Rapunzel was a vampire movie. It's Rapunzel yeah, meets uh, yeah, exactly. Dracula. Um, <laughs> and so Jim Carrey is the is the virgin, and he has a girlfriend, and the whole ti- entire time he just wants to get laid by his girlfriend. Yeah, so the whole movie is, is literally the countess trying to be, get before to him before right. he's no longer a virgin. But he's trying right, and his, his girlfriend is just like, no. <laughs> Which is like terrible. <laughs> like the opening scene of the movie is like him trying to get her to to, to nail her in his ice cream truck. He he has an ice cream truck. In all honesty, the only things the only things that like you I've taken away from this movie is ice cream yeah. truck, Jim Carrey, blue balls. Sure. That's about it. Ice cream truck. <laughs> the, 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 the best actor in that movie is the fucking ice cream truck. <laughs> I mean, it's I don't understand why it's featured I, I, so fucking I don't either because it, it really doesn't have serve a plot point other than the very opening where they just happen to be no. in the ice cream truck, yeah. you know. And she's like, "No, it yeah. has to be special. I don't want to ha- lose my virginity here or whatever." And it's like, "Oh God." But anyway, yeah, it's it's not a good movie. The sets are shit. The the acting is shit. It's very 80s. It's extremely it's 80s. 80s. But not this is like neon 80s. This isn't like the 80s that we saw in Lost Boys. Same time. Like too. yeah, they're within Same a couple years of each too. other, but like the Lost Boys for me hit every stereotype of the 80s on the fucking head. You know, this is just like yeah. a movie that took place in the 80s, you know? And it's just so bad. I think it, like, it irks me a little bit. Maybe I, I misunderstood part because yeah, I, too, yeah. like, kept looking at my phone. But, like, how is she out in that daylight? Yeah, but it's still daylight. Yeah, I know. She still goes yeah, out of the house still during the day. Yeah, but it's still daylight out, isn't it? Yeah, but they, they keep doing the, like... Yeah, and the, the they, blood, they so, right? The, like... the blood. This is... I know that's meat juice that she's pouring out in the cup. Sorry, it's on the projector right now, and we always have the movie playing in the background as we're reviewing it. So but even... It. Yeah, even in the so in, in the opening it. sequence, kind this of... Actually, I'm, I'm sorry to... to yeah. This is yeah. actually... I'm, I'm sorry to, to interrupt. 
this is one of the funniest fucking scenes. That's the only funny scene is where he's like, hey, honey, do you want breakfast? I'm making steak. And she's like, no, I got to go. And then he, he's like, oh, thanks the, for the juice. And he just meat, takes the, the meat, meat blood juice. from the styrofoam <laughs> the package yeah. that the beef came out of. Yeah, and just yeah. downs it. But um, yeah, so like the, the the scene in the beginning of the movie where you first encounter the countess and like her manservant uh, pours her blood, it looks like fucking like... Uh, yeah, like, paint. Like, uh, it, paint. It looks like cranberry like, like, juice. Like uh, a yeah. finger paint. You know, and it's like, man, you couldn't even yeah. like thicken that up a little bit. I, I thought it was thick. Maybe I'm. It, I, I thought I it was thick. Maybe My short term memory is dog shit. That's why I take notes and I just didn't movie. with this movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it seriously is. Yeah, so thank, I, thanks, I can't Jimmy. I say anything about uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not here right now, but this was your pick. Okay, that was the correct drop. That was. That is what we think about this movie. That, yeah, that is what we think about this movie. Um, yeah, and the, he just drank the shit. Okay. The, the, yeah. Okay. If we were to give it a score, uh, a zero point two. What do you give it? Because I can't go zero because uh, that means that the movie just didn't exist. No, that doesn't mean anything. Oh uh, no, that, it, no, that it's a zero point two. And the only reason why I'm going that high um, is because it happens uh, to be a Jim Carrey movie. I'm going to give it a 0. 0.001. Okay. You're just confirming its existence. <laughs> like I, I watched this. Okay. Um, yep. Move on. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, so uh, next, next week, week, what are we doing? We typically do movie rewatches. I'm going to switch this up a tiny bit. So, because I figure, you know, why not? Like we we don't really have a hard and fast rule that it has to be a movie. No, we've never established that. Yeah, so no, I'm going to take advantage of that. that. We're going to watch season one, episode two of Stranger Things. Trying to remember what happened. The weirdo on Maple Street. So happened. for people who don't know, this is the episode where spoiler alert: Barb dies. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. just for hahas, yeah. I figure you know what? Let's let's watch this. He-haws. You know, now that we've had a few years to kind of like digest stranger things yeah barb dies in the second episode, yeah. Wait, dies the second episode? yeah how the fuck i, I vividly i know remember her she, being she, like is a, she is she is a, a a subject of discussion during the season but huh. yeah wow the weirdo huh. on maple street season wow. one episode two stranger things okay we're going to do that okay yep. uh, we're going to do that yeah. so uh, so that's that yeah <laughs> but um so anyway, how long have we been going there, Steve? All right, so let's just let's just get minutes. into the um, the recommendations. Or actually, do we have any? Who is anything grinding your gears this week? There is. It's just going to take me a second. Let's do recommendations. Okay, so recommendations. First and then I'll do the um, So my recommendation for this week. Let me pull up my my notes. Uh, well, okay. So the first one is not quite a recommendation. But it's a shout out uh, to the 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 All Town gas station in Lemonster. Um, it's right on one seventeen by uh, Walmart. It's across the street from okay. Walmart. They do self checkout okay. there. Okay. Fucking great. Okay. Great. I just went to a gas station that has a self. I love it. Like they have like, two registers, and then they have a self checkout right in between them, and 
it's kind of inconspicuous, yep. but it sort of isn't. Once you notice it, it's like, oh, there's like an 18 inch screen staring me in the face. Yep. It's great. I can just walk in, yep. get my shit, self checkout, walk out because you only ever get one or two things at the gas station, yep. you know. So anyway, that's yep. shout out to that. That's a good idea. Uh, my recommendation this week is a song by the band Intervals, uh, and the name of the song is Libra. And in my opinion, it has one of the best guitar solos recorded in the last ten years. Okay. Yeah, and uh, the guitarist, okay. the guitarist who recorded the solo on that, uh, his name is Pliny, and he does. He also, it's Pliny. Is it Pliny? And um, yeah, he okay. does instrumental progressive music. Also, he's from Australia, but. Um, he has a um, a guitar yep, sim, the from one, and it is DSP. by far my yep. favorite one out of all of them. I think it's sick. I have a I have an Omega Granifier guitar right. uh, sim on my Mac. Yeah, and yeah. I'm fucking in love with. But it. anyway, yeah. So check um, that song out. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, you'll catch a a quick clip of specifically the solo section because I think it's just fucking nasty. Love it. Nice. Um, my recommendation okay. is also music related. Uh, Frank and I went to Guitar Center. We went to yep. New Hampshire last yesterday because he, he got some work done yes. on his uh, one wheel. And uh, while we were there, we decided to waste some time yep. in, in uh, Guitar Center. And I am a very novice guitar player. I'm not the best. I, I, the real only real yeah. song I can play is Everlong. No, I could play a little bit of other stuff, but I, I'm learning. Uh, I don't have like an all-out, you know, amp at all, and I've always been into, you know, a, a bunch of like I I like the idea of the whole like Axe Effects things, but yeah, but those grand. things are <laughs> two thousand, yeah. You yeah. they're like still two two thousand five hundred, yeah. While we were there and I was looking at amps, I was going to get like a, a black star. Like a little practice. Uh, um, yeah. And Frank turned to me and he's like, oh, hey, you should check out this. And pointed it out. And it's the Spark 40 positive grid. made by um, mm -hmm. Positive Grid. And it's it's a 40 watt uh, guitar um, practice amp. But it's full spectrum that you can play bass on it you can play guitar on it it has bluetooth you can play with a band on it but the coolest part is it's basically an x effect yeah you can you can load up a bunch of models of different yeah you put in guitar sims yeah there's a the the neat thing about it is there's a cloud-based like user uh community that where like bunch of people from around the world can up you can you can create your own tone and upload it to yeah. the cloud and anybody else can yeah. download it and stuff you know you can find stuff specifically that sounds like certain songs or certain artists yeah there's artists we, we were created tones yes, that you can download and it's all free which is that's really, the best part. yeah it's like, really really cool that's the best part is like when when we were looking at it that was i was looking at it i was like oh, yeah I'm so pissed if i have to pay money for this and I, I turned yeah. it on and I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. Like, like I, I've i always wanted a 5150. Yeah, you know, and it's so, it's not, one. admittedly, it's not like a guitar amp. You know, like, you're not going to play a show with this thing. Actually, you can. Well, you're not going to play a show Actually, with this thing. I watched videos, we'll talk about it in a 
I yeah, but I'll, um, we'll talk about it in a second. You know, it it sounds fantastic. What it does, in my opinion, what it does is it makes you want to play guitar, which to me is what any good piece of gear should do, is make yeah. you want to use it. You know, regardless yeah. of what its actual application is. And so I, you know, I think it's pretty cool. And as a Bluetooth music player, it sounds good. Yeah, it's it sounds very good. It really good. does. And for the speakers yeah. that are in it, yeah. I was so super surprised. Power section, you know, like, and, and, uh, two full range drivers in there. It's, it's, yeah, it's decent. It sounds really good. The one thing that I, I was watching a video, I'm trying to remember who posted the video, but he, he did... He took like guitar sim, the yeah. guitar sims that are on there, and he matched yep. them up with the actual amp. And he said, in reality, the only thing he had to do was EQ the bass out because most of the sims had. It's the nature of for some reason. They're gonna add, you know, a guitar. Oh. Guitar speakers naturally shelve off everything below eighty hertz and everything above eight thousand hertz. Okay. So. You know, you don't get a lot of actual like sub low end in a guitar speaker, and you don't get a lot of like super high end definition out of a guitar speaker. They're very mid focused. Okay. You know, so that's probably that. Okay. That's that's why I'm saying you know. So like when you play through that thing, wow, we're getting wicked nerdy right now. When you play through that thing, it sounds like a guitar that's been recorded, as opposed to an amp in the room. Yeah. That's. That's why I'm saying like you might, you know, you could probably take it and like jam along with a band or whatever, provided you EQ out a lot of the frequencies that you are going to get lost. So the, there's an EQ pedal that you can add to. Well, anything. yeah, you can just go ahead and get like an MXR 7 or 10 band EQ and run it in front of the amp, you know, oh, that's true. and just kind of oh, adjust true. it from there and try to shelve off some of the stuff, you know. Because if you were to play with that in a full band, it's going to get lost just because the frequency range is too high. You're not going to be able to cut. You know, that's that's why I'm saying I'm not saying it's because it sounds bad. It just isn't tailor made for that situation. But it's phenomenal, though. It's it's really good for the price. You know, it's 300 bucks. You know, yeah, I fell in love with it. I've played it for like two hours today. Jimmy's recommendations in his a. Sure. You know, opinion on the movie is going to go right here. Yeah. And we're back in the room. Yeah. And we're back in the room. Um, we're, yeah. we're done. We're done. That's it. Okay. So. Sure are. Uh, next week, uh, things are changing a little bit. You'll see. Okay. You'll see. Oh, yeah. That. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Frank gave me the. I know he's, he likes he doing this thing where he likes saying about. things on the podcast while we're recording without discussing him with anybody else on the podcast. <laughs> okay, yeah, yes, I am aware of this. He knew what I was talking about. <laughs> yes, I'm Frank. Um, I'm Steve. Bye. <laughs>